Let me be completely honest before we start this episode. I and I in full transparency, I don't know if this is offensive anymore. I don't. And I there's a lot of things we look back on my radio career and will play on the podcast. Some things I'm like, it's fine. Some things I'm like, absolutely not, because it was just just too wild and too crazy. This one falls to me like in that medium middle ground where I don't by no means want this because like things that were okay in the early 2000s don't translate anymore. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I will say this is very interesting to look back on, but I just don't know if this is going to be offensive. Something we did back in 2009 called the gay draft today on the show. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Hello. Happy Wednesday. Halfway through the week, man. If you're listening in real time, how are you? I am Steve Kramer, as previously stated. Um, We are a podcast that is based on three principles. It's live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. What's the opposite? What's the opposite of a victory? Failure? Is failure the opposite of victory? Or a loss? Yeah, there you go. Maybe maybe we do little losses. <laughs> <laughs> On Wednesday, I want to do something called little losses for this week, at least. <laughs> oh, because you know, Fridays we do little victories and we celebrate like like good things we do. But then, like, yeah. I feel like you also sometimes have to like look at your week and also course correct before it's too late for you to like have little victories. You know what I mean? This makes mm-hmm. sense. You with me here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to follow. So I, I had, I had a little loss. It wasn't a big loss. I, I'm, hmm. I'm kind of back on track today, but I had a little loss over the evening. I'm, I'm not happy about it. Aww. Since the last time we talked, I'm not happy about it. Uh-oh. I feel like the only way to make this better is to admit my little loss for the week. Uh-oh. So my little <laughs> loss is I've been trying to really get focused on my diet. You know that, right? And yeah. it's been, I've really been struggling ever since I got back. I, I was like, I was popping with working out. I was popping with my diet. Like everything was like way on, like it couldn't go more perfect. Right. Yeah. Then the holidays hit, then yeah. COVID hit. And then yeah. I'm just kind of, I've been teetering. I've been teetering post COVID and uh-huh. post quarantine. Uh-huh. You know, I gained about six, seven pounds. Then I was in Florida where I ate like absolutely terrible. So, you know, this for something Monday is always a great week to start something new, right? So I woke up Monday. I'm like, all right, this is it. Gonna get back on track. Cause even over the weekend, I just I, I allow myself to eat kind of crappy over the weekends. But honestly, when I'm eating well, I don't even want to eat that crappy. I just uh-huh. don't feel the need to for some reason. Right. Yeah. But Your when body I'm teetering good stuff. Oh yeah. When yeah. I'm teetering though, like it's not good because I always have a chance <laughs> to teeter the other side real fast. Uh-huh. I don't even know what happened yesterday. I don't even know how this happened. I swear to you. So I, uh, all weekend long, I walked past the freezer. And I'm like, I know inside that freezer, there are two half pints of ice cream. Oh no. That I haven't finished. But I was like, you know what? Like, I don't need that right now. I don't even, honestly, I don't even feel like it. I just, I don't need to do it. Right. <laughs> and I did it. So the weekend went by. I was really proud of myself. Like, you know, it's really, even though I could eat like crap this weekend, I didn't. And that was really, you know, even though I did, I did honestly eat a whole bag of kettle corn, if I'm being completely honest with you. And that was in one sitting, by the way. So like, that was <laughs> enough. Course. That was enough for me to think, all right, I got to get my, I got to get my life together over here. So I'm not going to eat the ice cream. Right. You know, I don't know. I promise you, I don't know what it was, 
I don't know. I, I don't even know how this happened, but all of a sudden my hand was on that freezer <laughs> and I opened the door uh-uh. and I pulled out that dun, delicious salted dun, dun, caramel dun. non-dairy ice cream. And I ate, I ate the whole half a carton <laughs> and I was really disappointed in myself. I really was. I was like, man, I shouldn't have done that. I feel I'm just. Well, that's only like what? Two servings? Yeah. It would, yeah. It would have been terrible, right? To eat half a yeah. carton of ice cream. Yeah. If I would have stopped there, that wouldn't have been terrible. Problem oh. is I didn't. Okay. Oh. I didn't stop there because oh. I knew because I was like, that was really good. But like, I kind of want some more. I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm just going to have like one bite of the vanilla one. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to have one bite. Uh-uh. And that's going to be it. And uh-uh. like, I don't, I, I just, that's it. Steven, uh-uh. one bite. And then I finished that carton off. <laughs> uh oh. And that was a no, half lit- too. So I literally had a whole carton of ice cream last night. Oh, yeah. But it wasn't, but y'all, it wasn't, it, it makes it worse because it was two half cartons. I could have stopped at half carton and been fine. <laughs> right. <laughs> but for some reason, uh-uh. I felt the need. And I, I, it's almost like, do you ever get food possessed? Mom, this probably doesn't happen to you. But I, get, I swear to God, I get food possessed. We're like, mm. I don't even know how it's happening, but like, I'm just like, oh, I, I can't. It's like almost like it's an out of body experience. Because <laughs> I look back at my not demonic food mind yes. right now, and I'm like, yeah, ah, that, that 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 sounds ridiculous. Why in the world would you do something like that, Stephen? It's bad. <laughs> but that moment, it was like there was no other option but to go and eat two half cartons of ice cream, like this oh, weekend, wow. where I literally was like, I, you know what? This is how bad it was. I'm gonna tell you how bad it was. I'm sitting here watching Scream, right? And I'm like, I really, I really want some popcorn right now. So I'm watching a movie. Okay. Oh, yeah. It wasn't even like it wasn't even like like standard movie time. It was like two PM or something, right? <laughs> Maybe even earlier than that. Maybe like noon or something. I don't remember. It's all a blur. This weekend was kind of a blur. In case you don't know, I said that I, I literally watched all four screen movies over the weekend. Uh and so That's amazing if you only ate one bag of popcorn and four screen movies. Well, I just, I, well, mom, because I mean, most people could have spread that out over four, but I ate it. Like, so this is what I did was like, I don't have any popcorn. I don't leave the house. It's like 20 degrees. <laughs> so literally I had a bag of popcorn Instacarted to my house. No, you did not. Because I really just wanted some damn kettle corn that One bad. Like, like, like the, the demon, the food demon <laughs> oh, Jesus. literally possessed came you. over me. It possessed me. <laughs> And I had no option but to like just do what it said. And like all of a sudden, you know, it's like, I don't, I don't, I, I, does anybody else do this? Honestly, I don't know if this is to me thing, but like, it's like, it's literally like an out of body experience when you're eating and then you're done and like you snap back into reality and you're like, what have I done? You know, like when you see murder movies, you know, when people like murder somebody and then like all of a sudden they like snap out of that demonic state. Like, what have I done? Yeah. yeah. That's literally how I feel every time that I eat a whole thing of anything is I'm just Jeez. like. So let me tell you where I'm mentally at right now because it's 5.36 p.m. as we're uh-huh. recording this. Uh-huh. And luckily – well, that's not true. I do have a little bit more ice cream, but I'm not going to eat it. Uh-oh. But like I, I've got to like get my stomach under control because I feel like I'm starving right now. I know I'm not, but I'm like, I'm so hungry. I'm just so hungry right now. I'm so hungry. mind playing tricks on you. I know. So I'm trying to like – I'm just trying is. to stay focused. Mm-hmm. Trying to stay focused on the show. Take, that, my- take that to the trash. That's the well, only no, way you will to. not eat it. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Okay. Uh, but I should. Um, well, let me know when you eat it. 
I know. I'm sure it might have been, and I I don't know. But that's my <laughs> that's my little loss for the week. My little loss. But it's all right. Okay. We're back on track today. So far, so good. As of five thirty six p.m. So that's, that's good. good. That's good. Only the meals I'm supposed to eat today. Have my mm-hmm. breakfast that I made. Have my meals mm-hmm. for lunch. Have my protein bar for snack. I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good mm-hmm. right now. Uh-huh. Um, I actually, mom, I got a lot of good feedback from our one minute meditation that we've been doing. Oh, uh, the podcast. I wasn't sure. I was like, I felt, felt dumb because we were, we forgot to record it together yesterday. So the very end, mm-hmm. I, I threw it in the very end of yesterday's podcast. Uh, and we, my brother said something, my brother, my brother's been teaching like meditation classes and he was said something the other night to my mom because my mom's been taking them about like how it's, what do you say, mom? It's better to meditate for one minute every day than if you can, and then if you do it for one hour, only once a week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So just mm-hmm. take those minutes, those pauses every day to stop, focus on your breath, calm your mind. Of course, you can do it for more than one minute, but you know it's better. In other words, it's better to do it every single day, even right. if it's in small doses. So we said, listen, as a podcast, let's commit to doing one week on the show for just 60 seconds and see how we feel by the end of the week. And I was, I felt kind of dumb for some reason recording at the end of the show yesterday. So I was asking you, I was like, Hey, you know, is there anybody that actually is doing this and enjoying it? And, and I got a lot of positive feedback. So I said, all right, you know what? Let's, let's keep going then. So let's we're going to take it. our minute meditation and mom, you want to give a, a quick 30 second rundown of, of uh, what they should be doing possibly during this time. Well, you know, it's nice if you can sit erect and, just close your eyes and, and be still and just listen to your breath. Just pay right. attention to your breath going in and out. Don't try to control it. Just be aware of it. I'll set the timer. So no need to worry about that. But even if you're driving right now, I know some of you guys listen to this in the car, like just take a minute just to like, just observe things around you. Like just get out of your head for a second. Mm-hmm. Just, just take note of things that are like in your immediate Meditation is, just, is, is honestly just to, to, to like take your mind off of all the crazy thoughts in your head. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Just right. a little break from the brain. And so mm-hmm. if you literally will take it, you can do a driving meditation if you want to. And that would be if you just kind of observe things that you're hearing, you're seeing, but you're not stuck in like, oh, my God, I get to work or I got to drop my kid off to school. But, you know, all these mm-hmm. thoughts I got, oh, my God, you're getting out of all that that nonsense for like 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. And then when you Look get back, the right sky. back into it. You know, go look at the your, sky. Look at your surroundings. Yeah. Okay. Ready? 60 seconds. Here we go. Okay. 
And by the way, if like you were like, oh, no, I was thinking about stuff during that 60 seconds. It's okay. That's like kind of the point is that you just take the time to attempt Mm -hmm. to focus on your breath or do your driving Mm -hmm. meditation, your walking meditation, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. So don't like beat yourself up like, oh, man, I thought about something. It's ruined. You know, you just get back (laughs) into it. You just hop back into it when you can. And uh, so there we go. There's our minute meditation for today. Mm -hmm. Mom, um, we do mom tent on Wednesdays and my mom has a lot of a lot of email subscriptions. <laughs> and when we first started this podcast, she would always like forward me stuff. She's like, I want to, I want to bring content to the show. And I was like, Oh boy. Um, <laughs> just trying to s- help. Yeah. 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 So I just, <laughs> I, I felt bad though. She's my co-host. So I try to give her the uh, ability to express what's important to her. Uh, so once a week she gets her own segment called mom tent, which uh-huh. is just content that my mom has found that she wants to share with us. It's her favorite thing from the internet for the week that I <laughs> deem okay. Um, <laughs> so it's probably one of her least favorite things, but it's only I deem okay. I don't think we want to sit here like 14 facts about the hummingbird or something. Um, so, uh, so uh, really quick before we do, before we do mom tent, though, how's, how's quarantine day three, mom? Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I had a, had a lovely day. I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still, nice uh, still no contact with Jimmy Mac. No, no, no. We walked down to the dock together, and you know, well, that's we good. We didn't get close to each other, but we walked down there together today just to get out. It was too cold to take a long walk, but we took a short walk together and assessed our dock situation. <laughs> you might not be coming out of quarantine. Uh, I know. I'm here until you know, you Friday. Might just- here till get your Friday. own bed. You got your own space. I, know. I may just claim this space and Not a, come here at least once a month and spend the night at least. Yeah, why not? Night. A little vacation. Good. Yeah. good. Yeah. All right. Mom tent for the week, mom. What we got? Okay. This is from a blog called Your Tango. Um, and it's about how to keep, it's about golden rules of marriage. By couples okay. that make it long term, that okay. would definitely be us. Um, and one of the ones I want to talk about first is the one that we were just talking about: distance makes the heart grow fonder. Um, and it's saying, it's saying that you know, maintaining your own well, wait, friendship. Really quick, hang on, uh-huh. hang on, hang yeah, on. Yeah, before yeah. before we get into it, so my parents have been married for how long? Fifty years. Fifty years, right? So uh-huh. I'd be kind of curious on what this expert's saying versus. Do you actually agree with these things? Oh yeah. And there, there are how many things on the list? Oh, there's about seven or eight. Okay, so let's just see if you actually. I, I want the. I want you to see. Tell me what it says, but I want your feedback on. Do you think it's actually true when it comes to making your marriage last? Sure. For a long time. Okay. So you want to hear what they say and then what I think? Yeah. Yeah. Their sure. yeah. Their thoughts and then your thoughts. Okay. Okay. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. Maintaining your own friendships and occasionally going out with your partner is actually great for your relationship. It not only gives your sweetie a chance to miss you, it strengthens your bond with your besties who will still be there for you if your romance doesn't work out. (laughs) Well, Jesus, after 50 years. (laughs) At this point, I'm not worried about my romance not working out. I will say that, but that is important. It's it's important. We each have our own group of friends, and then we have friends that you know we enjoy together. But we've always had our own little group of um, of friends that that we chum with, and we've done things apart. And I think that's very healthy. 
Wow. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. All right. Number two. Uh, keep your eyes on the prize. That phrase, don't sweat the small stuff works here too, because it's all about focusing on the goal, which is to be ha- in a happy, healthy relationship. And sometimes that means letting those little annoying things go. <laughs> I can tell you right now, <laughs> if I didn't believe in that, and we weren't able to let those little annoying things go, we probably would have ended our marriage in our first year. <laughs> How many little things do you think you let go over the last the last 50 years? Oh, my God, thousands. <laughs> thousands. I mean, you know, there's just, I mean, the more you live, the longer you live together, sometimes the more annoyed you get with each other. Yeah. But you just you just have to let it go right. and accept them for who they are and just don't get ugly about it. And most of the time, honest to God, it, it's really insignificant. It sure. really doesn't matter. Right. So, um, All right. Number three. I'll scratch your back if you scratch mine. Compromises help things run smoothly in relationships. So if you want your SO to do something you're not sure they'll agree to, try to sweeten the deal for them. Yeah, that works. <laughs> Can you give me an example? That absolutely works. So, you know, if I if I say, oh, oh, my thrift store is a perfect one. I'll okay. go, I'll go thrifting, and I'll come home, and and I'll say, oh my gosh, look at this that I got. Sometimes we don't need it. Most times we don't need it. And I'll say it's going to be so perfect right here, and I paid. $3, but let me show you this website. It's $300. <laughs> and, then, and then he likes it. <laughs> so you got you to kind of talk to him in his language. You're like, oh, okay. All right. All right. It's fine. Yeah, and that's I guess, right. I guess well, first okay. of all, you only spent $3. Second yeah. of all, it does have actually have value to it. <laughs> right. All right. Next one. Fight right. All couples fight at some point, but playing by the rules is important. Are you far away from your mic or just the echo in the room? Oh, no, I am kind of far away. Sorry. Yeah. Is okay, that better? that's better. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very relaxed up here in my I see that. Yeah, you're kind of lounging, laying down, <laughs> taking a nap for this, this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm coming to you from the pillow on my sofa. I see that and I hear that. <laughs> All couples fight at some point, but playing by the rules is important. That means no name calling letting the other person finish their sentences and taking a break from the disagreement when things get really heated. That takes a lot of practice. It it really, really does. Um, You know, because when, when you're in the heat of the moment, then all of a sudden, especially if, if he said something that's hurtful, then you want to hurt them back, whether it's consciously or unconsciously. Um, so, you know, what we learned to do was to kind of step back and sometimes just agree to disagree if it's not really significant, but to, to never to never just keep going in the heat of the moment. Right. To never keep going. It's a spiral. It's a downward spiral that gets you nowhere except hurt. And how, how does fighting go over 50 years? Like, how has your fighting life progressed? Um, it's certainly much more fair now. Yeah. Um, in the beginning, in the early years, I used to just give in all the time. Yeah. You know, I'd be like, eh, who cares, you know, and move on. Right. Um, but then after we went to therapy and I realized that that is incredibly unhealthy 
that I need to stand up for myself and that clearly he would have more respect for me if I did so. And, you know, it's true. It's true. Mm -hmm. I did begin standing up for myself. My family never really fought, so I didn't know how to fight. Right. Um, So, you know, that was something I had to learn to do after, after I was married. Right. Um, so yeah, but it's changed and, and, you know, now it's good. It's been good for a really long time. All right. Give me one more on the list. Okay. Mind your manners. No one wants to feel like they're being taken for granted and saying, please, thank you. And you're welcome to your partner on a regular basis. will help keep them from feeling that way. That is so important. That is so important just to say, thank you for little things and not just assume that they're going to do them for you. I mean, your dad's gotten really much better about that in the, in the last few years. Yeah. Um, but we always try to, to say thank you and appreciate each other and let each other know we're appreciated. And now what he started doing, what you did today, is he'll even say, you know, you were right about so-and-so. Oh, he used to never tell me I was right. <laughs> <laughs> Only when you're wrong. Yes, absolutely. That he would always tell you. Uh-huh. But right. That's a little, a little now, more vulnerable. Yeah, exactly. But mm-hmm. even today, he said, you know, you were right about two things today. And I said, I'll always <laughs> say, oh, tell me more. It's like he's keeping tabs. Okay, yeah, this is what you're right exactly. about. This is what you're wrong about. This but you were wrong you about report. 12 others, but, yeah, but right, you got right. these two right. <laughs> Well, uh, I'll put the rest of that list on the show notes if you want to go check it out. But that's our mom tent for today. Mm-hmm. Uh, mom, let's uh, let's do our quote for today. Okay. It's Black History Month, and I'm sorry I didn't realize that yesterday. We're always kind of a day behind just with the way we record this podcast. It's, yeah. It's, it's just kind of hard to keep track sometimes. Anyway, I'm on track today. So this is from the lovely, amazing Michelle Obama. Let's be very clear. Strong men, men who are truly role models, don't need to put down women to make themselves feel powerful. People Mm. who are truly strong lift others up. People who are truly powerful bring others together. That is true. I was just telling, who was I telling that to the other day? I forget. I was talking to somebody about radio. And radio people, and I gotta be honest, man. Like most of the people you listen to on the radio, Jess, Jess is Jess is pretty legit of a person. She's still super young, so there's time. There's still time for her to get ruined. Jeez. <laughs> oh, um, but most of the people that I've worked with, just in my radio career, um, are really, really nasty. I think I was thinking mm. about like when I left different radio stations throughout my career. Um, mm. Did we talk about this on the podcast yesterday? I don't remember where. I don't remember where I was talking about this. Now, to be honest with you. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started thinking about, uh, just how, if, if you'll notice something about the, my radio career, with the exception of when I left Tampa, everybody was always super nasty. <laughs> if yeah. I got fired or if I left, they've already just got super nasty, yeah. uh, afterwards. And what I realized where it comes from is because a lot of us in this industry, uh, listen, I, and I, I fall into this category sometimes too. I'm not going to sit here like I'm I'm the friggin' saint by any means. But we fall into this category of we're so insecure. Mm-hmm. And then our security comes from being this 
persona on the radio, mm-hmm. right? Right. And that's so, and then whenever that gets jolted at all, because mm-hmm. we're so insecure with ourselves deep down inside. And like I said, mm-hmm. I'm getting better who about you it. Really are. Who you mm-hmm. really are, right? Because mm-hmm. because you hate that. So when anybody starts to mess with radio persona, and, th- and this probably honestly goes with anybody that has an ego, mm-hmm. I'd have to assume in any industry, probably I just see a lot of egos, obviously, in what I do. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm one of them too, you know? Mm-hmm. Um but when that thing that you rest so much of your who you are on. Mm-hmm. You get real shitty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, you get real shitty. Um, and th- so the reason I say that is because that kind of goes back. Think about the people in your life. It goes back to this quote. Think about those people in your life. You know that have really been there to help you versus been there to help themselves. Mm-hmm. And those are really mm-hmm. truly the strong, powerful people. It's not the right. people that are uh, I'm. You know, yell the loudest or have the most social media influence or the most radio stations or TV shows or, you know, t- uh, letters after their name or on Mm-mm. their title, Mm-mm. you know, those are people that, 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 that rest the, who they are on, on that. And specifically that, and I think honestly, that's where it comes from. That's where a lot of people mm-hmm. start to get mean because they start to feel threatened about that one thing they hold on to. So that's close. Right. That's right. The, the truly powerful that they don't, they don't yeah. break you down. There's not, those are not the people that, that are crappy when I leave a radio station. Mm-hmm. The people that are that are the truly powerful ones and the strong ones are the ones that are, hey, how can I help you? What can I do? Right. Let me and, exactly. and not just saying that to say it, but truly are like reaching out to people and hey, right. let me introduce you to this person. Like those right. are the people that really truly have digested who what's the important stuff in life. So just yes. think about that. Like the people that we think are so powerful, are they really powerful? Mm-hmm. Or do they just have a big ego? Mm-hmm. And You've got to kind of sort through that. I think when you really look at someone's character of like of power and like people we look up to, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't know if that's where that quote was going or not, but I was just having that conversation yeah, the other day. So yeah, that's certainly an aspect of it for sure. Yep. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, I hear that really powerful people use Manscaped. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, but I'll bet um, the most powerful do. Probably. (laughs) Probably so. (laughs) Manscaped's on the podcast today. Before we get to a moment in Kramer history, let's get through some uh, some business over here really quick. So um, we – Manscaped is the the leader in men's grooming. And now that Valentine's Day is right around the corner, it's time to think about the perfect gift for your husband. I mean I guess you could – I mean it's called Manscaped. So I, yeah. I don't want to make it seem sexist, but I feel like it's, you know, they, 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 they primarily focus on male genitalia grooming. Right. Uh, so let's just take it for what it is for a second, right? <laughs> uh, the performance package 4.0 is just the thing that every guy needs in their life because honestly, it makes your Valentine's Day a little more special too for your partner. Yeah. Um, that is, that comes with the, with four products and it's actually, it's more than that. So it's, it's the lawnmower 4.0, which is their, <laughs> Um, uh, their, um, uh, electric trimmer, right? Trims your hair on loose skin areas, if you will. Uh, they have advanced skin safe technology, which reduces cuts and nicks on your delicate areas. It also has a light on there too, which I like the light because it's, um, it just makes it a lot easier to see when you're going around crevices and it's Uh waterproof. So it's really nice. Uh, It also comes with a weed whacker, which is for your nose hair and your ear hair or his, (laughs) I said his 
ear here and nose here. <laughs> uh, also, they got two free gifts that come in there. It's got a travel bag. It's got the chafing boxers. Uh, so not, not the chafing boxers. That'd be a terrible gift. It's the anti-chafing boxers. <laughs> um, as well yeah. as the crop preserver ball deodorant and crop, uh, crop reviver ball toner. Uh, and you can also finish that off if you want to with the Manscaped Refined Cologne. It's a great gift for Valentine's Day considering that we are now 12 days away. We can still get it to you. So go to manscaped.com, M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D, manscaped.com. Your promo code to get 20% off with free shipping is Kramer20. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use promo code Kramer20 and join Cupid and shoot your arrow with Manscaped this Valentine's (laughs) Day. Okay. Oh, jeez. Also... Um, today on the podcast is done. Done is what they're taking it. What they're doing is they're kind of taking the uh, idea of adult ADHD and making it a lot more stressful and making treatment a lot more obtainable. Right. So that's exactly what done has done. (laughs) Um, they make it affordable, accessible for anyone when it comes to ADHD. They're actually the number one ADHD specialized online treatment platform. And this is important because this is mental health, you know? They want to increase the awareness about adult ADHD and uh, under uh, how underdiagnosed it is and then break the stigma and motivate people. Hey, like, let's talk about this. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like walk around being like, oh, my God, I'm so scatterbrained. I can't get things done during the day. I forgot to pick my kid up from school. I forgot to when I was at the store, I forgot to get three things right. like that's not normal. You know, so like when you say I'm scatterbrained, I'm so forgetful. Uh, why can't I get everything done? all in one sitting or, uh, oh my God, I forgot. If, if, if any of these things sound like you, you could you could have adult ADHD. And if you do, you can be a great person to go try out done. So do this. Go find out if you're a candidate. Text the word done, D-O-N-E, to 888-Kramer8. What you're going to do is you're going to take this little assessment to find out if you, you know, if you're right for, if you're right Which for done so and done easy. is right. Which is so easy. It takes just like a very few, few minutes. Yeah, right? Yeah. And, oh, yeah. Uh, when when you te- when you check it out, uh, you'll find out more about their program. And because you're a podcast listener, you get fifty uh, percent off your initial appointment. Mm-hmm. So that's a hundred bucks. So it's really it's a great. It's honestly a super efficient way for you to um, uh, to start managing your adult ADHD. So do this. Text the word done D O N E to eight 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 Kramer eight. Text the word done to 888-Kramer8 and uh, we can uh, shoot you more info over or just go in the show notes and find out more about Done. All right. So we are going to get to a moment in Kramer history in just a couple of seconds. Before we do, we say hello to my uh, uh, to our certified fans, I should say. Certified fans are people that can donate a couple dollars a month and uh, that's super helpful, by the way. Thank you so much. You know, we'll, yes. we, we're not, we don't charge for this podcast, so instead we say, is there anybody who can just chip in a couple bucks mm-hmm. to make this thing happen on a daily basis? And so many people have, so thank you. And if you want to be a supporter and get the perks that come with that, then text the word uh, FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, 888-Kramer8. And you can just kind of learn about the certified fan program and how it works and figure out how why you get uh, a bunch of perks back. Kind of get a little more, little more inside scoop on the podcast, right? Uh, when we get somebody new, we dedicate an episode to them. When we don't, we spin our wheel to figure out who we're going to thank today for being an awesome certified fan. And today, our certified fan is number 260. Okay. 260 is our certified fan today. So that's the cool thing too is when you listen on a daily basis to this podcast and you're a certified fan, like it could be you. 
mm-hmm. they were celebrating. I mean, kind of like, oh my God, that's me. It's going to be fun to like kind of hear, you know, yeah. I, I, for some reason, listen, I do this professionally. And even when I get shout outs on podcasts or radio stations or whatever, I'm like, that's freaking cool, man. Oh, yeah. I don't know why. I'm not sure why it's so cool. I couldn't even tell you. I, I don't know the science behind it, why it feels cool like to get recognition. Being honored. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, I'm it's honored. like, and I guess maybe because it's to me, being an introvert, it's like a way to like get praise without anyone having to like see me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm like, okay, thank you so much. You don't have to go um, on stage or anything. Yeah, nothing. You just you just get love from a distance. That's what it is. So That's right. uh certified fan two sixty is uh is Irene L. Irene okay. L from Chula Vista, California. I she has been it. a certified fan since July 31st of 2020. She is still hanging in there with us today. And yes. Irene, you are a great certified fan. We she really is. think you're the best. So she's terrific on the Facebook page. This episode is uh, dedicated to Irene L. And here is your bonus whoop whoop. Yes, to Irene L. Whoop whoop. So glad you're here. Thank you. And if you want to join us, text the word fans, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8. Also, uh, it is it is a, a voting harassment day. We harass you the first <laughs> 10 days of the month to vote for us for Podcast Magazine. It, our buddy Dante has made voting as easy as literally clicking a link, and that's it. If you have an iPhone, I did it once a day. It, it takes two seconds. I used to say it takes 30 seconds before. It now takes two seconds uh, to do that. So if you want to help us out and vote for uh, us in Podcast Magazine, I have not seen this month's Podcast Magazine at the time of recording, so I'm not sure how we did for February. But now we're doing March. So text the word vote, V-O-T-E, to 888-Kramer8. Text vote to 888-Kramer8, and we will um, we will ask you for your uh, – your two seconds to vote and you can do it every day, by the way. So thank you for doing that. And mom, I think that's going to do it for you today. So I love you. Okay, honey. I love you forever. A moment in Kramer history. History. And I, I do want to say again, I don't by no means, I think he knows podcast well enough to, to state everyone is welcome here. I never want anyone to feel awkward. I do want everyone to be able to give their opinion, but I also know that everyone here is welcome. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you know where our heart is when it comes to this podcast. A moment in Kramer history, by the way, is when we look back on my radio career. I've been a radio morning show host now for too long. I should know better, but it's just, it's funny to look back on some of the wild stuff we used to do because like, holy hell. So this is back in 2009. And like I said earlier, Something that I listen back to, I'm like, man, that it, it just doesn't translate. It just doesn't translate to 2022. You know, what we did in 2008 didn't translate to 2022 anymore. And that's great. I'm glad we've grown. Um, this one to me, I don't know. I don't know if this is offensive. I don't. Um, and most people would say, when in doubt, leave it out. But I kind of want to have like a discussion about this because honestly, it will kind of show us where we are when it comes to 
just talking about homosexuality, right? So we um, we did a bit back in 2009, and it is called it was called the Gay Draft. I think actually we call it the Homosexuality Draft, where uh, what we tried to do, and I'll explain here in a second, was that basically we were trying to guess who the next person to come out of the closet was going to be based on just mannerisms alone. Now I know that seems out of date and out of touch, um, but I'll tell you what's so interesting is our guesses and how those went. So let's go back to 2009 really quick and then we'll come back and we'll discuss. All right. Miguel has a extreme advantage in this situation because once you're part of this club, you can kind of point out other club members even before they join. It's a very exclusive club too. I thought we would do this morning because we've been hearing a lot about this recently is we put a little challenge. Another, we haven't had a challenge in a while. You know, the iPod thing was fun, but that, that was complete skill. Mm-hmm. I want to do one based on luck this morning. And I thought what we would do is we try to assume who the next person is that will admit that they are they are gay. And to make this a little more interesting, each one of us will get a choice. Now, obviously, Miguel's got the, the unfair advantage, so I'm going to let him choose last okay. on who it might be. <laughs> but what we've agreed to is what we're going to call that guy Kramer's celebrity homosexuality draft. <laughs> It sounds awkward. It's like you're joining the team, you know? Well, you are. Or the other team, as it were. Oh. Join, I mean, write that down, Miguel. I I'm going to forget that name. I like that. Kramer's homosexuality draft, which is we're going to see which celebrity will be the next one to finally admit that they may be gay. We will all put $50 into a pot. Whew. Yeah. That's a whole lot of money. That's a bill That's right like there. That's like lunch for the next week. Well, <laughs> here's how this is going to work, is every time that a celebrity comes out of the closet, We'll see if it's one of our celebrities, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If it is, that person gets the money. If it's not, we'll pick again. Really? So you don't have to change that person when... You can change if you want, or oh, you can stick I with the see. same one. But let's say something like very dramatic happens, and you're like, maybe this guy gets a divorce or something. You're like, oh my God, I bet okay. he's gay. So if you want to switch, the only time to do so is when somebody new comes out. We will pick new draft members. Got it. Every time somebody comes out of the closet. Recent gay people include Neil Patrick Harris... Dookie Hauser. Yeah, Dookie Hauser or um, Barney on How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. Couldn't we see that coming from a mile away, though? No, you I didn't, didn't see, see that, that coming. I was shocked and flabbergasted when oh. he came you out. You were shocked, too? You didn't even know he was gay. <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? <laughs> he wasn't listening. He was like, really? That was crazy. But now that now that he, I mean, now that I know he's gay, oh, okay. obvious. And I even said Zach Morris. Isn't he gay? No. No. Okay. He's Mall not. Park. Or, no. What? Mark Paul Gosler. There we go. Mark, not gay. Let's clarify. This is just okay. a list of known gays. Okay. <laughs> Number two, Wanda Sykes. That was a rather recent one that I think surprised a lot of people. Yeah, that shocked me too. Uh, Lance Bass, of course, from NSYNC. No surprise. Clay Aiken made the front page of People. Sure. And, uh, you know, I think I think everybody did see that one coming, but it just took a while for him to make the announcement. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, Jonathan Knight. This one is... Um, has been confirmed on boards, but I don't think there's ever been a magazine saying, I'm out, I'm gay. I think it's just assumed since he had this gay relationship and then it went bad. <laughs> like, the relationship wasn't public. I'm that's, saying, like, that after usually, the... That usually classifies you as gay. After gay the man. relationship went bad, that's when things started to trickle out. So he's never come... I don't think he's ever made the announcement. Confirmed gay. All right. Yes. Jody Foster. Mm-hmm. Another one. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Big old lesbian. Okay. Ian McKellen, you may remember him from uh, X-Men, also the Lord of the Rings trilogy. 
Uh, also, <laughs> I put this on here just for Miguel's benefit. <laughs> Albus Dumbledore of the Harry Potter series was oh, yeah. recently outed by J.K. Rowling. She, he, Nobody she, knew Dumbledore was gay. And but then you know what? Like, that counts. It does because he counts. is a celebrity of yeah, sorts. That fine, long beard, and, those half-moon spectacles. <laughs> before, before we finally make our mind up, will we accept like characters on a TV show? Yes, especially people like Albus Dumbledore because these books are such a phenomenon mm-hmm. and the movies and everything that this character being gay is is very, um, not influential, but it's kind of a big deal. People were emotional about it. Like, I printed out the article and I had it in my cubicle in Savannah when Albus Dumbledore came out the closet. Okay. All right, next on the list, Cynthia Nixon. Nobody saw this one coming, although maybe you did. It's a weird dichotomy because she was... Married, I think. Yeah. And had kids. And then after Sex and the City uh, ended, of course, she was um, Miranda. Miranda. Mm-hmm. After that whole series ended, all of a sudden, you know, she was divorced and started this relationship with a woman and said, this is who I truly am. Mm-hmm. Holly, I'll give you the benefit of guessing first. And okay. keep in mind, there's $150 riding on who picks the next gay. All right. My guess is Ricky Martin. Wow. wow! Very nice choice. That's Thank an obvious, are. obvious Thanks. choice. I, I like went with that because it seems so obvious, but no one's ever heard anything. Yeah. And yeah. to me, those Has are the to, people that are waiting in the wings. Has to be confirmed. You're right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Miguel, jot that down. Holly O'Connor's next homosexuality um, pick draft member is going to be Ricky Martin. I'm going to go, and I know you guys doubt me. You guys doubt I me. Know I know who you're picking to. Yeah, but if you're watching American Idol right now, you could have seen it coming from a mile away <laughs> when he kissed that girl on TV the other night. Ryan Seacrest. I'm waiting for it. And I think, I, and you know what? how I think it's going to happen is, is something's going to happen and he's going to get outed. Right. It's not going to be him admitting that. It's going to be something's going to happen where he gets outed. Kind of like situation. the Lance Bass situation. Yes, exactly. He's going to be forced to admit because there's going to be pictures or something, you know? Okay. Even though Clay Aiken pulled that. Remember with the whole video chat thing that was going on with him? Yes, okay. I do. My choice for this round is going to be Ryan Seacrest. All right. Duly noted. Um, mine, I had two choices, but one I just don't think it's going to happen because I think he's kind of entrenched in a relationship right now. So I'm going to pull back. I'm thinking that's that a he, hard, you know, it's hard. If you go with somebody in a relationship, that's tough. And, you know, because sometimes you can tell when it's a surface relationship, but this one I think is, is going to be around for a while. So I'm going to pull back on that one. But my guess I'm going to enter in with is, of course, Anderson Cooper. I saw that oh, one coming yeah. too. Yeah. Nice. Um, he has had two slip-ups that CNN has covered up when it's come to gay. Yeah. Um, he was talking with one of these like anti-gay uh, Westboro Church Baptist members on a show one time a few years ago. And he made the mistake because on the air, he said, why are you talking about us? Oh. <laughs> but... And CNN. Then, then try to make out with them. So you're just trying to assume that. <laughs> yeah, awkward. But then CNN, they put transcripts on their website, and it said that at first, but then a couple, <laughs> a couple hours later, they went back and they changed it to them. Wow. wow. So he has to be, but that's it hasn't been confirmed, but we're waiting. See, right. that's when Miguel gets the last call because he pulls all these gay cards out we don't even know about. <laughs> I know. These gay superpowers. They have half moon spectacles on them. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be honest. Like, Miguel, boom, nailed it. Anderson Cooper. When did Anderson Cooper come out? Ricky Martin came out in 2010. So a year after Holly guessed that, I honestly don't know if we ever revisited that bit. I don't I don't remember we ever like went back and kept up. But sometimes we'll like come up with these ideas and completely forget about them. Uh, and then when did Anderson Cooper Cooper come out? 
Anderson Cooper came out in 2012. So Holly technically was the winner in that stupid game that we came. Was, is that offensive nowadays? I just don't know if you can uh, – the, the thing that strikes me listening back to this is being like, oh, I think they might be gay, you know? Like is that something we still say like based on personality traits? I don't know. I, I don't know the rules anymore. So that's why I'm asking the question. But that is that is your moment in Kramer history. Got a lot of messages and comments about yesterday's Ask My Mom. And we're going to end the show like this today. In case you weren't here, we got a message from a woman that – and I think she's a certified fan actually um, – that was debating on how to handle the last name of their child because she kept her last name. He, nickname, she, he kept his last name. And she really wanted the baby's name to be hers, and they were kind of debating back and forth on who it should be, right? Uh, with that said, what we did was uh, we asked you because even my mom and I were kind of like, uh, I don't know how to answer this question. I have no idea. Most of you said to hyphenate the last name. That was the absolute best option. I don't think anybody else really came up with a better solution of how to handle the situation. But feel free. Like, we'll take calls all week on it. 888-Kramer8 if something else popped in your head. Until tomorrow, we leave you with phone calls. Have a great Wednesday. Hey, Kramer and Nancy. This is Lauren from Powder Springs. Um, I'm like you guys. If I had to pick one about the last name for the um, firstborn child, I would do the man's name. But if both parents are adamant that it's just their last name, then I say you have to hyphenate it. Because if she wants her last name and he wants his, and there's no gift to that, then you have to hyphenate it. So that's just my thoughts. Have a good day. Hey Kramer, it's Eileen from Georgia. I just was listening to your Mental Health Monday about forgiving yourself, and I just wanted to thank you for those. I don't know if you get much feedback, but I really love listening to you and Leah. She always has really great things to say. You keep it, you know, the segment short and concise, Um, but it hit home with me. Both my ex-husband and I, you know, did some things in our marriage, first marriage, that um, we weren't proud of, um, things we can't change. But I think you do have to get to a point where you have to be at peace with yourself. Like if you've asked for forgiveness and you just have to be at peace and move on. I I can't imagine just living in that guilt, you know, for the rest of your life. Something maybe I would would change, but um, I'm very happy now. Uh, I think about it often. Wish I had behaved differently. But anyway, but anyway, it just hit home with me. And I just encourage people if you're in that spot, whatever it is, how, you know, something small or something big, um, just get to a place where you forgive yourself and you just have to move on. And um, life is worth living. So you just, uh, it just, it makes a, a big difference in, in my daily walk, uh, just to be positive. So anyway, thank you for those Monday mental health um, segments. I enjoy them. Have a great day. Bye. Hi, Kramer. It's Steph from Arizona. Okay, so this is about your radio show. I wanted to come through the phone and choke that lady out about the tampon. Are you kidding me? That's what's wrong with today. Nobody can like hear anything without being offended and they're teenage boys that um i promise you they they have an iphone they have internet they've seen a lot of really bad things and i'm 
sure the tampon thing is very minimal to what those boys have seen, I'm sure. But the second she said teenage boys, I was like, those poor kids. Um, they need to be educated on certain things. And who cares? Like, are you kidding me? Oh, my gosh. I was so upset about that because it's like, it's life. Like, I, 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 it's just ridiculous to me. And I felt so bad for Jess getting attacked. And that keeps happening to her because women are just stupid. I'm sorry. They're, I'm, I'm just mad right now. And I don't even have the right words. I just wanted to somehow get that out there. I love Jess. And tell her to keep doing what she's doing. And that's hard because... People are just so stupid. Come on. Like, it's part of life. You bleed. You use a tampon or pad. It is what it is. Who cares? Love you forever. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.